Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Some event that has happened in every household present here today. That we're blind sometimes to things that are in front of us. Where are my keys? Where are my keys? I just had them here. Did someone move these keys? Where's my cell phone? Where's my cell? It was just right here. Who helped me find my cell phone? Where's my socks? Huh? Where's the paperwork that I need as well? And you know what? In the end, they'll say, uh, they ask dumb things like, where did you last put it? I don't know. If I would have known, I would have looked there. And then all of a sudden, they say, well, there it is right in front of you. And you go, God. I, I, and you feel embarrassed or upset or angry that you could not see the item that you needed right in front of you. That's exactly what Mark talks about in today's gospel. His theme, a lot of times, is blindness. People cannot see what is right in front of them, and that includes the disciples. Mark's gospel, which we began hearing from since last Advent, up until soon, with the new Advent coming up, Mark's gospel deals with the journey of a disciple carrying his cross to Jerusalem. Mark has Jesus on his way to Jerusalem. This is the place where he knows that he will meet up with authorities and that he will be sacrificed. His trip to Jerusalem begins with the healing of a blind man. And as he walks along, we see the blindness of the disciples. And it isn't until he's at a place called Jericho, one of the last stops of pilgrims before they enter into the city of Jerusalem. And in there is a place of many beggars, including a beggar who was blind named Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus calls out Jesus' name. He is the first person in Mark's gospel to call out Jesus' identity. Up to that point, only evil spirits and demons knew the secret identity of Jesus. Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, is the first human being to call out Jesus, son of David. That's a powerful sign when the other disciples who think they can see is, be quiet, Bartimaeus, shh, be quiet. Don't bother Jesus right now. Jesus calls him out and says, I hear you, come forward. Bartimaeus then takes his cloak and pushes it to the side and asks Jesus with great faith to give him the faith of sight to be able to see. And Jesus asked him a question, what do you want? I want to see. Here's what's happening, is that Bartimaeus takes his livelihood, a cloak, because beggars would put their cloak on the floor, and that's how they made their living, when people dropped coins there. The very first thing when Jesus asked him to come is he throws his livelihood aside and approaches with great faith. This is direct conflict with the wealthy man that a few weeks ago approached Jesus. And Jesus says, I need you to do one more thing. Let go of your possessions and come follow me. And of course we know the man went away very sad. He could not put aside his livelihood. And yet someone who's a beggar, who's very low class in society, someone whose life is in chaos, is the one who's able to toss aside his livelihood 
and to trust Jesus. Notice last week, James and John are able to ask Jesus if they could ask a question. And Jesus says, well, go ahead and ask me. And notice what they say. Lord, we want glory. We want to be in a special place in your kingdom. We want our ambition to be fulfilled. Can you do that for us? Jesus asked Bartimaeus, what do you want? I want to see. Again, the opposite of even the own disciples. I don't know about you, but I find great comfort by the disciples shown in Mark's gospel. Mark isn't afraid to teach us that the disciples were ignorant, that they were given everything, the greatest teaching, for three years most likely, walking with Jesus and getting the best catechism, the best formation, the best examples, and yet they were so blind, they didn't know Jesus' mission. They didn't even know his identity. They were blind. And it takes someone in a chaotic life to be able to have great faith and to teach us that we can be healed of the blindness that we have. Here's what happens sometimes is that you and I don't think we're blind because our lives are ordered. We pray. We've read the catechism. We can quote Bible verses. We're very good people. We never break the commandments. And we live very spiritual lives. And it becomes very important. And we think that faith simply means an order life. Everything's working well. Everything's going my way. I find it easy to pray. And I'm easily giving advice to other people what they should do spiritually. That doesn't guarantee a holy life. My goodness, if the disciples had direct teaching and they're blind, sometimes that happens with people who have an ordered, ordered spiritual living faithful life. Sometimes people whose lives are in chaos, not going orderly, feeling vulnerable, feeling broken, are the ones that really can show us that we can see in the midst of things not going well. If we find spirituality and praying and being committed so difficult, and we just don't get the hang of it, and we feel very low self-esteem about it, Bartimaeus is an example for all of us that we can see that even out of disorder or chaos in our lives, we can be open to faith. So what is the scriptures teaching us today? Great patience with others whose lives they have blindness. And that includes ourselves. The beautiful second reading from the letter to the Hebrews talks about human priests. And in human priests, they offer sacrifices to God for the, all the people. And notice what it says, that the human priest is to be patient with those who are ignorant and living in error. To be patient and living in error. Can you all see how patient Jesus was with the disciples? If I ever built another statue at St. Patrick's of Jesus, this is going to be Jesus' stance in the statue. <laughs> disciples, you just don't get it. I've told you 20 times, why can't you see? And you know, that happens. 
And that's why I think we as Christians need to be patient in dealing with those who cannot see because we too have blind spots in spirituality. Some of the blind spot that can be happen is that Christians can be very critical and very hurtful and disrespectful to other people who do not think the way they think or should be living the way they should be living. Some of the people that are most blind are those who are Catholic, who do external piety very well, and yet they can be demeaning, belittling, and disrespectful to other people because you don't believe the right way like I do. You didn't read things like I did. You're not living the way that you ought to be living because I'm living that way. And I want to tell you, in all my years of ministry and life, some of the most blind people are Roman Catholic because I'm blind spots too, just like all of you. But Jesus and the Scriptures are reminding us to act with patience with those who are ignorant of Scriptures, of God, of God working in their life, or living in error. And Jesus, again, does that with the disciples, and I find great comfort when I am blind in different spots of my life. This month, we've been respecting life, all life, from the moment of conception until the last natural breath. But we have to do better as a church in calling out people who disrespect, who attack people by name from the pulpit or from their own Catholic lives for not living the way that they think they ought to. I want to be clear, it is against church teaching for anyone from the pulpit to personally attack by name anyone who's not living the gospel appropriately. Those who do that are freely choosing to ignore it and putting their own ideology before the gospel of Jesus. And so when we're up here attacking people, anyone, that is not being patiently to those who are blind. We all have blind spots because none of us lives every gospel item perfectly or wonderfully or lovingly. We struggle. But we have a human priest that is meant to be patient with those who live in ignorance and those who err in life. Because even church leadership is also blind to things. I don't understand when parishioners send me videos of people attacking by name other Catholics or anyone and say, Father, we need to hear homilies like that. I'm embarrassed for you. I'm ashamed for you. Because we have no right to rob people of dignity. Now, in being patient with people means we still stand for truth. We still know what is right and wrong. But we never do it at robbing the dignity of other people and the human life. Bartimaeus' life was disordered. He could not see. And yet he came out of chaos to love God. And those who think their lives are holy and ritualistic and Roman Catholic to the T are just like the disciples who can be ignorant and in error.
Respecting all life isn't just about the womb or for the elderly or for anyone that's in need. It's for every human being. And so when we respect people, we begin to see God in them, and we're not blind to that. St. Patrick's, we again encourage you to please, if you haven't, go on our website to be able to look at the Life Issues webpage. Powerful information about what we believe in the gospel of life, which is preached here every Sunday. There's only one gospel. It's the gospel of life. It's not the gospel of the Arizona Cardinals. Okay? It's us, of Jesus and of life. Second of all, there are many issues that people live the gospel of life. And sometimes they're blind. We as parishioners can sometimes be blind to those who immigrate, those who seek asylum, those who leave a life of violence and danger and seek to come to our borders. And sometimes we feel that we hear the voices of other people and we're blind that we see Jesus at the border suffering. But St. Patrick's has started Matthew 25 a long time ago to help meet the need because our government and the city leaders have asked us to help. And many of you have come forward and helped in any way. But sometimes we can be blind to Jesus living in such people that are suffering and broken and in disorder. I invite you now to watch this video. One of many ways St. Patrick's lives life issue in following the gospel of Jesus Christ. My ministry brings life through compassion and empathy. I work with the Matthew 25 ministry and we work with those asylum seekers who are, have already been processed legally and brought into the country and uh, ICE brings them to us to the Welcome Center which is run by the International Rescue Committee. So we get these travelers when they've been traveling for weeks, perhaps even months from all over the world. I met people from Venezuela, Cuba, Iran, India, Haiti, and we were all one really in that time, that short time. Last week we opened up <clears throat> a new shower area at the Welcome Center. And when the travelers first come in, anxiety and stress and fear is written all over their faces. But when they come out of the shower, there's a smile on their face. They walk differently. They give you eye contact. There's laughter. It's like they're a whole new person. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 